What's up, everyone? More Important Issues is brought to you by our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. And here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. Blue Water Climate Control. From heating and AC installation and repair, commercial or residential, when you choose Blue Water Climate Control, we offer solutions, not a sales pitch. Blue Water Climate Control. Veteran-owned, superior service. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! What is up, everybody? Welcome in to another Wednesday edition of More Important Issues. It is June 30th, last day of June. Summer, I think it's been officially here, but it's officially here. I'm calling it today. The College World Series is in game three, final game. Pitch clock is on if you're not watching. Landon, I do want to ask you, since you brought up the Peyton Manning last episode, does it piss you off seeing Mississippi State ball out with Dak Prescott in attendance? Kind of, yeah. I mean, from a Tennessee perspective, yeah. Yeah, they like, get why, there. Why can't we have that? Yeah, their star quarterback shows up and wins. What, what's the record with Josh Dobbs on, on campus? Do we know? I mean, going off – like our record the last couple of years, I would assume it's not very good. <laughs> Fair. But, That's a good point. But I don't think it's his fault. Right, right. Uh, I would agree with that. We you are. Peyton Manning shows up to like every big moment. That's the problem is Tennessee just doesn't have that. They don't have the, the they don't have the clutch gene and Peyton Manning's coming to games where they need to have the clutch gene. So right. that's the issue. We are talking about Tennessee. Don't worry. We've got some coaching extensions, um, maybe some that haven't been announced yet. We'll talk all about that. Talk about some guys that have been um, brought back to the team, some guys that have exited the team. I've got to take on that. Landon might not agree, so we'll get into that. Also talking NIL, it could be a wild, wild west here in the next couple of days. I'm excited for the madness. It's one of those things that it's like (laughs) I'm glad I don't have to – like I'm not really a part of it, so I think it's going to be hilarious to watch how it – unfold yeah i think the next 24 hours are going to be insane i agree with you it's gonna be fun to watch we've also got some recruiting news which is definitely going to play into some of that nil also uh gonna t- we had this question on the last show uh questions about the baseball roster so we're going to kind of dig a little bit deeper into that than we did <laughs> talk about some guys that are uh currently you know going to be staying around maybe staying around uh guys coming in in that 2021 recruiting class number six ranked recruiting class according to perfect game we'll talk all about that Santiago Viscovi playing in the – so I assume they qualified qualified for the Olympics already? No, so they – I think there's eight teams or maybe there's six teams that have to qualify or they're they're in a tournament to qualify. That's, that's so funny. You would have think that had happened already, so that's 
it just seems, I don't know, whatever. But, okay, so maybe playing in the Olympics. Playing in the qualifiers right now with Argentina. Um, is that yeah, great? I think they played a, play a round is robin. He, is he Argentinian? Argentinian? Uruguay. Uruguay. Oh, I knew it. Uruguay. Uruguay. I knew it in Argentina. They have the same. They have similar similar colors. So. It is very similar. And um, South America geography guys. There you go. Yeah, they're close. <laughs> they're very close. And then we've got some segments for you as well as questions. Drop them in the chat. Tell us where you're listening from. Um, of course, we've got. Um, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, UT Southern. We talked about geography. Tell us where you're listening from. UT Southern. They're the Firehawks, I believe, is their new mascot, which is a pretty aggressive coming out of the gate. <laughs> mascot what are the so firehawks no clue what that means um where is elijah simmons from he is uh pearl cone pearl cone are they the firehawks they are the thunderbirds which is basically the same thing right i i'm pretty sure that's the exact same thing (laughs) um and thunderbirds i think when i heard firehawks i was like thunderbirds would have been a lot cooler so there you go same thing (laughs) i agree because that's Uh, one of those mascots i was like okay that's pretty cool Thunderbirds, that's pretty badass. I 100% agree with that. Thunderbirds are awesome. Um, Tennessee, if if we keep this up, we might just have to drop the name volunteers. Like, like if you're not going to win on the field, you got to win off the field. Thunderbirds wins you off, wins off the field immediately. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. All right, let's jump on. Used to have like a Pontiac Thunderbird too. I think my my aunt had one. Um, It's not a car that you'd be like, dude, that's a badass Thunder. Like, no. Get your whole face in here, not just the tail. That's our. That's our <laughs> we, we, we don't just do. Dude, so my friend, my friend was like, "Oh, um, Shelby," she was like, "Oh my." Uh, she, my wife was like, "Somebody farted." She smelled her dog's ass to oh. see if he farted. I'm like, and then she nodded her head. Yeah, it was him. Does she but, not know? Like she's had that dog for a long time. If Brutus farts, I know. Like I'm like that's Brutus. I know. His, <laughs> yeah. I know his. I know his. Uh, his, his flavor. Stink. Yeah, I know his. I know what he's putting out. His flavor. Uh, <laughs> I know what he's putting out. But yeah, I know exactly when it's him. Like no question. Like Emily still doesn't know. But as soon as it hits, she's like, "Is that you?" And I'm like, "You really can't tell if that's Brutus or me." Come on. <laughs> like, let's let's talk. Um, yeah. All right. Let's jump right into it. Talking about coaches getting extensions. I'd really like what Rick Barnes' agent is. Just who is it? He's working some magic. What's I'm not saying like what's he getting an extension for? <coughs> I don't really understand it. Yeah, that's kind of my thing too. Um, I like to get an, you just got one number one, and then you had a year where I don't really necessarily think you earned an ex, another extension. Yeah, I don't really. I, I know I there's some some circumstances that just didn't go Tennessee's way during mm-hmm. COVID, but. St- Still, like to get a raise, you have to do something to earn it, and I don't think that team last year met expectations. Yeah, it, it's a. I mean, whatever. I I'm all for like keeping Rick Barnes. I'm not saying right. I, right. I just don't. I don't get the extension. Like I don't. Whatever, cool. I guess. Um, don't really get it. There's another guy on campus that should be priority. It's it's just like for me, it's almost like what. It seems tone deaf again because I know I know that the extension's coming. Like I, I don't doubt that or at least the commitment to the baseball program. It's just like, do we really need to do this right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe that's why it's kind of been kept under wraps. Like, I think John Bryce is the only person that said anything, and that was on the Tony Basilio show. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and he said it was going to put a five years on his – at the Jeez. end of his contract. 
My man is not retiring, is he? So I don't know if that means he's adding five years because I think his one goes through like 2024. So are you just adding like – surely to God it's not until 2029. Are we going to have the next um, – oh, my gosh. Kansas State guy? Uh, Bill – Bill Self? No. Bill Self. No, no, no. Bill, Self. Bill nice. Snyder. Bill Snyder? Are we going to have the next Bill Snyder? We might. Does I mean, Rick I have a son he wants to give the job to? Is that what he's bidding for? Maybe. <laughs> this is not a Rick Barnes hate, by the way. I, I mean, you all that listen to the podcast know. It's just, again, I, I just don't really understand. We're just waiting until Grant and Admiral <laughs> yeah. is out of the league and come Playing back to coach Tennessee. Someone, uh, Troy mentioned a good point. He said Pruitt got a raise when he was there for nothing, too. Hey, um, that's a good point. So it's just it's a Tennessee thing, just handing out unnecessary raises. I wonder if it's the Danny White thing. Like, I mean, he, he hired the football coach apparently he's got a commitment to tony vitello and you know we haven't seen it yet but apparently there's some sort of agreement Mm -hmm. there um and i guess he's like well i guess i got to give rick barnes something too so he's (laughs) he's like putting a stamp on everything right yeah okay i'm hey good call i if i had to put my stamp on something on campus rick barnes would be second right now but i I would put it on rick barnes too yeah i mean i I guess if you're gonna pay your your coach that your football coach that came from a uh, group five and you're paying him what $5 million. I guess you want to give the basketball coach who's recruiting five stars and, you know, making the NCAA tournament year in and you're out a little something extra, I guess a little cherry on top. I don't know. So so does Danny White also get uh, credit for the Karen weekly hire? Maybe. I I mean, I think you got to ask because, I mean, that, you know, to. Well, did they a, save money? They only have to pay one salary now. <laughs> that, that had to be a tough decision when, when, when Ralph Weekly retired. Like, all right, do we just, do we, do we go a different direction or do we, do we hire Karen? I'm sure that was, I'm sure that he, uh, you know, really had to really think on that one. I'm sure that made it difficult. It was Karen, um, like Leonardo DiCaprio, just like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's definitely it. Yeah, you know, credit to Danny White. And we do expect the Tony Vitello one to be coming. At some point here in the next you know month or so, with I'm sure there's, I'm sure it's been ongoing talks. I mean, all season I'm sure, but also especially since uh, they've been back from Omaha. I mean, this is this is easy. Um, like it, don't make it too difficult. Give the man commitment to the program. Toss some toss some money his way. Get him out of that condo if he wants. Get him in a nice house in Gettysburg. I don't you know. Treat the man. Treat him. Yeah, I mean, just build him a house right outside the stadium. He wouldn't have to drive anywhere. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Troy also asked, "What is going on with Austin Price?" I read something today about him. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm unclear about uh, Austin Price specifically, or about somebody that Austin Price reported about. Brutus. Yeah, I don't know about that either. I do know Tony Vitello is interested in. You know, he wants raises for his assistants. That's probably coming. Definitely, <laughs> you know, renovations to the stadium. That's obvious. And then he'll probably get you know a, a salary increase. He's making about six hundred k right now. And if I think in 2019, I have it pulled up. Um, 2019, the uh, the highest paid coach was Tim Corbin at 1.3 million. You know, I think they'd probably double his salary, um, so he'll be making like 1.2 to 1.5, probably somewhere in there. It'll make him one of the highest paid coaches in college baseball. I think uh, Tim Corbin makes a lot more than that now. So, gotcha. Um, well, and Swain had. Uh, right there at the end of Omaha, maybe after they had already gotten back, he had Swain had tweeted that you know there were talks that he would become one of the highest paid 
and uh, with his relationship with the athletic department right now, and then he's, you know, always, I mean, he's been in Knoxville for a while, got the inside guys. I would say that report is correct. Yeah, and I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, when you're one of the best teams in college baseball, you you are um, in the SEC, you have that commitment to the baseball program, yeah, you just go ahead and and, and lock Tony Vitello in and pay the man. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. If you want baseball to be a revenue sport, you need to to pay your head coach. Yeah, no, and Tennessee's got the money to do it. Like, there's no issue there. So yeah, pay the guy. Um, any other extensions or contracts that we need to discuss before we get into a little bit of football? I don't think so. I read something today that uh, Rod Clark is. Uh, I didn't read it. I saw. I saw the headline. Um, it said Rod Clark is one of the. Um, Best offseason gets Interesting. in the country. Interesting. He did, did he now I know he's had some experience with the prep, like the you know, prep academies. Did he come from a school though to Tennessee or did he come from the prep ranks? Uh so he was at Austin P. Austin P, that's right. Um but previously he was at um wherever Sunshine. Kenny Ch- Sunshine, yeah, where mm-hmm. Kenny Chandler was. Um but he, he knows a lot of those guys, like he uh that Kaysen Wallace, who, who came in for an official visit, the five-star out of Texas, he's had a big relationship with Rod Clark, and that's kind of the reason Tennessee is in that one mm-hmm. is because of a guy like that, and, and he's just got a bunch of ties everywhere. So, And that's good for Tennessee because you lost uh, a big recruiting component uh, when you lost um, uh, Kim English to, to George Mason, head coaching position. You, you did lose a guy that – I mean, obviously you got to attribute a lot of the recruiting success to him the guys that he brought in when he was on campus and, and was currently recruiting and active with before he left. So, so to get a guy like Rod Clark, that's, that's big. Are you like, is Brutus doing something behind me? No, I, I know exactly what Troy is talking about now. It's, okay. it's the, uh, balls picks guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I was going to mention that when we get to NIL, so I'll save it. I'll save my thoughts. Yeah. Um, stay far away from him though, kids. Um, um, yeah, it, it, Austin Price is not involved with that guy. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so football. Uh, Aaron Beasley, Beasley was reinstated. He is also white, or sorry, not white, according to, was that, who tweeted that? God, what was that his name? Ben something. I don't know, that weird dude that does poems. He Sankler. Tweeted, Sankler, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know who he is. Sabe. Yeah, um, so that that was funny. But, um, sad. yeah, Sab, Sabe. Yeah, shout out for the He used assist. to be like Sabe and Chino, right? I, I honestly, I avoid him. I have never thankfully followed him. He hasn't popped up in my time on much, but when he does, it's always entertaining in the worst way. Yeah, um, kind of creepy. Yeah. But Aaron Beasley uh, was reinstated. I, you know, we talked about it and it's like, if the stuff that was being reported was true, like got to kick him off. Apparently it's not. I mean, charges were dropped. Who knows what, you know, the fact is like, I don't know what happened there. Like weird situation. Apparently, I don't know if it was the same cat, but he had actually bought a dog and cat from the girl that accused him. So, like, I, I don't understand what happened. What I mean, I don't think we ever are. And, I mean, right. he was clear of the charges, so, you know, it doesn't seem to be uh, – it seems to be kind of a non-issue now. Obviously, there still sucks that someone's cat is, you know, seriously injured. But um, I don't I don't know. Mess up situation, I, I mean, for his sake, I'm glad it was all sorted out. And uh, he is reinstated. And, I mean, looking at this from a Tennessee standpoint, glad he was reinstated because, I mean, <coughs> the more people on this roster right now, the better. Bodies. Yeah. The body system. Is this like the buddy system? 
Yeah. So, in um, have you seen Heavyweights? Great movie, by the way. Not in a long time. So a, a guy is from like a, like England or something. Um, probably somewhere more exotic than that, but he, overseas somewhere. And he's <laughs> he's like, hey, I got him on the the body system. And he's trying to say buddy, but it, his uh, accent says, "Gotcha." I'm with body. You. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. hilarious. All these heavyweight kids are uh, in the water, <laughs> and they're all yelling "body" at the top of their lungs. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, hilarious. Um, yeah. So you just need bodies, and this gives you some some more much needed linebacker depth. I mean, you look at it in the spring; you didn't have hardly anybody. Banks was hurt. Aaron Willis was suspended. Roman Harrison was hurt. Um, Morvin Joseph was there. Um, you didn't have Apache Mohan. You didn't have Juwan Mitchell. So, you know, it, it's a guy who's been in, in your program for, I think this would be his third year. So, um, I, I think it's good to add some some bodies, even if – I don't know how much of a factor he's going to be. Right. But I think everybody – in that position room has an opportunity. And if not, you'll see him on special teams. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I would, I would say literally everyone everywhere currently has opportunities to play. Um, it's, it's not necessarily great. I mean, great situation for Tennessee to be in. You, I mean, obviously Darrell Middleton leaving today is <coughs> great news just because, I mean, that's a position too you thought would be a little bit deeper than the others on, on campus and, and on the roster. And, I'm not going to sit here and just completely blame Josh Heupel, but I mean, I think it's okay to be concerned that so many guys are leaving now. Because like, I mean, yeah, he's been on campus through spring practice now, and I, I mean, I realize I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, you know, there's a problem within the program. But I, I mean, I think it's fair to ask questions about what this staff's doing. You know, whether I think someone tweeted like, what are they doing that's either intentional or unintentional that this many guys are exiting you know, this late in the season or, you know, this late in the process. And I, yeah. I think it's fair to ask. Yeah. And it, is it because like they're used to that Jeremy Pruitt culture and, and this culture is totally different. I'm not saying for the better or for worse, but I, I'm just saying it just seems like there's, I think we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. If well, it I mean, was better we will. or worse. Um, but I mean, it, it just looks like, I mean, you brought in Caleb Tremblay, you brought in Dejon Terry, and, you know, some of these guys were, were mentioned in spring practice that they'd probably hit the transfer portal. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like Rodney Garner is cleaning house a little bit. I mean, this has come from a group who last season didn't have a, a position coach after that Kentucky game. Yeah, which is just a weird situation. And, and, I mean, you mentioned, like, is this a situation where it's like they're just trying to find guys that fit? Well, Tennessee doesn't have the luxury of – choosing they're beggars and we know beggars can't be choosers so it's just like it's a weird situation i don't know really what to make of it right now like you said we'll find out soon enough so right everything till then speculation but i think it's certainly fair to ask what is the culture like you know inside the locker room and in, in, within the within the team right now yeah and i think from going from without a um without a position coach to one of the best defensive line coach in the country and rodney garner that's gotta be a culture shock i mean and i'm sure it took a lot of guys by surprise and if you know they're bringing in guys i mean he's not tied to anybody there so no. if you bring in some more guys and uh you know some of those guys were halfway in halfway out 
you know, it's either going to force them to be all the way in or it's going to force them to be all the way out. And I, th- I think that's more of what we're seeing is, you know, guys just not maybe connecting with this staff or, you know, not being all in with the, with the program. Yeah, and like like you said, we'll find out soon. Uh, what what exactly is the issue? If you've got, you know, obviously you don't want to be talking about having a group of sixty or seventy guys, regardless of the situation. But I mean, if you do have a, are we just gonna have the dirty thirty? Is that what it's gonna be this year? There you go. Yeah, screw <laughs> it. Play both sides, baby. Hey, if you've got if you've got a true dirty thirty, that's the culture you want right there. I'd rather, what is it like? I, I'd rather. I mean, the the Spartans went into battle with three hundred of the meanest mother effers ever. I'd yeah. rather have 300 of the meanest motherfuckers <laughs> ever than thousands of pussies. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, what, what are we, we going to do here? But, yeah, I mean, it, like you said, Tom will tell. We'll find out what it is. Let's not get down to 30 people. Um, let me be clear about that. I don't I don't want to play an SEC schedule with the dirty 30. Yeah, that running through the T wouldn't have uh, a, a, ton of, a ton of meaning um, if you're only rolling out 30 people. You'd have to send them out one by one for it to match the normal Straight time. line. Yeah. <laughs> For it, for it to match the normal uh, allotted time to yeah. make it all the way through Rocky Top and whatnot. So. And then you get you got captains who don't go in there, so that's you're down to 26. <laughs> Love it. That would be the heaven would... forbid you have anybody with any kind of leg injuries. Um, yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> you have them rolling in the scooters through the yeah. team, <laughs> hover rounds. Yeah, I love it. It'd be it'd be electric, baby. But yeah, dude, if Joe Milton doesn't win the the quarterback race, I mean he's six five, like two twenty. It's a linebacker, can, isn't it? Yeah, he can play linebacker. He can play defensive end. I mean, damn. Yeah, good Good thing we're going to a, a 4-2-5. We, we only have enough room on the field for two linebackers. So. Yeah. Uh, NIL, things are going uh, – dude, it's going to be the wild, wild west. I mean, all these – and, and I think a lot of guys are going to be humbled real quick. Um, I think where the real money is still going to be made is the, the $100 handshakes that have maybe turned into $1,000, $10,000 handshakes recently. But I – it's going to be interesting to see, you know, some of the deals that some guys get. I am curious, you know, you see, so David Ubin tweeted that uh, JG's, you know, like Twitter worth, social media worth was like $130,000, I think. I'm really interested to see what these these guys' social media's value truly is when it, when it comes down to it. Because that's, you know, estimated and stuff. But w- what is their actual value? I'm really interested. Like, I, I'm curious. Like, what? Because, I mean... Yeah, and like, Dude, how do you monetize that? Um, right. It's kind of well, what I'm interested in. Like, how, how would you monetize JG just being active on Twitter? Yeah, I mean, the good thing is, is, I mean, TikTok and YouTube have kind of, and Instagram have kind of, like, laid the platform for that kind of stuff. So, like, I don't think it'll be difficult like to, to necessarily do. Yeah, no, I mean, isn't that what they're really going to be now? Like, they're going to be influencers, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, so, so it's going to be, uh, it, but I think, I really think the next, like, couple like 24 hours, I think it's going to be insane. Next month's going to be insane. I think it'll all kind of settle down when people really start finding out. But it's also to it's also going to like exponentially grow each year. So the guy that was only worth $100,000, that next five-star quarterback is now going to be worth $500,000. And I mean, look at like what the shoe deals have done over the years. Look at the the salaries in the NBA, the NFL. Like what have, how have they grown? The MLB, it's, it's going to get nuts. And I, you know, I mean, obviously they're not gonna be able to pay as much as those places. We'll talk about the baseball roster. There's one guy that's never gonna step foot on campus because he's got a five million dollar check waiting on him after the right. MLB draft. So it's never gonna get that crazy. But it, but it is going like it's going to grow because that's just the world we live in. And, and it's, 
I, I can't wait. Um, I hope the first deal we see is Pals and John Fulkerson. I almost stopped to get some Pals today to support my boy Fulkerson. Maybe tomorrow I'll do it for dinner. Okay, yeah. I mean, that, that should have already been in the works. <laughs> um, we're just rolling it out tomorrow. But, yeah, I, I think I think it's funny that people, like, you saw people tweet that tweet of, like, hey, my DMs are open. They're in the transfer portal. Like, who is going <laughs> to contact them? Well, that's the thing too, though. Influencers, like, are they gonna? And you know, I, I know I don't know how much the average influencer makes. I have no idea. Obviously, you see some of these. That's another thing too. Like, a lot of these influencers are getting paid, guys, because they're hot. And I'm not saying you're not hot, but <laughs> like, uh, let's be honest. We know why some of them are on the. You, I know why they keep popping up on my Instagram, even when I don't follow them. I promise I don't. Um, and and there's a no reason why we're not influencers. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so, yeah, if I look better, I'd, I'd, I'd move to TikTok. But I think, like I said, I think a lot of guys are going to be humbled. I do. Yeah, I think the guys, you know, sitting at the bottom of the depth chart, you know, I, I got some news for you. I don't think you're going to get a ton of DMs um, no, like you might hope. But isn't it good? Like, I mean, they could they, – they can use that in their hometown too, though. Like if a, if a hometown car dealership wants them to – come out for a, you know, a signing and a hangout or, you know, if some uh, bar in their area does, you know, like they, they can monetize in their own space. So I think that's right. great. And they yeah, should always they, be able to They do have that. an opportunity to, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Dylan, let's hear him. I, I'm excited yeah, for this. Let, yeah. Let's go. Get on here. You're, oh, you're muted. I got you. Uh, I got you. I think you there. Got it now. Yeah, okay. I had a little a little list here just going through the, the roster of guys. Obviously, I'm going to hold my phone up. Maybe you can see it. Tyler Barron, <laughs> Red Baron Pizza. Okay. Nice. I, I like that. I feel like that's a given. That's, yeah, that's Next, easy. Um, Jonas Adu, it actually got pointed out earlier. I saw it. It was um, uh, Rocky, Rocky Talk, Talk, I think was who tweeted it out. He's got like 750,000 followers on TikTok, so he is an actual influencer, I guess. Nice. Cracks. I didn't know about it. But he's a center, nearly seven foot. He doesn't take any crap, and his last name's a do. So, Cottonelle toilet paper. Nice. Uh, I think that fits perfectly fine. Next, Danico Slaughter. Um, Slaughterhouse. Slaughter. Slaughter's the best <laughs> last name I've ever heard. I thought Slaughterhouse. I went in a little bit different direction though. Everybody's right, favorite right. neighbor. Your Slaughter film that you've seen, Michael Myers. Okay. Just Michael okay. Myers. That's the sponsor. He just sponsors. <laughs> Just straight up. There you go. I know he's got he's got stacks of cash. Last one, just the town of Gilbert, Arizona. You can't see it there, but just the town, two hundred forty three thousand people. Okay. Also, fun fact: where the ball landed that Drew Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. That was good. Just a few, just a few ideas. I there will take go. a cut if they want to give me credit for it. I like that. I, I do like that, and I'll tell you guys, you can trust Dylan far more than you can trust the Vol. If the the Vols pick, I was like, uh, if anybody wants to hit me up, I'll take care of you, dude. You were begging for money from the Vol shop a month ago. No, you you won't take care of them. Do not talk to that guy. Yeah, <laughs> talk to Dylan. We're Dylan, got we're you. best friends actually. So I saw a uh, Parker Ball like he, he tweeted the tweet like you know my DMs yeah, are open, and dude, the first thing I thought about was the dad the. Will Ferrell's dad in Kicking and Screaming when he's like, he's got balls. Oh, yes. Great. <laughs> that, that would be what hilarious. Was he, what was he, the king of uh, – it was like a sporting world. I don't know what it's called. But he was the king yeah. of something. 
and then uh, his and vitamins and yeah when Carol was the vitamin guy yeah phil i know his name phil, phil. yeah kicking and screaming great movie great all movie. time all time movie it might be brought up later in the podcast. I know where it could be brought up, but yeah, that's a, I, I wish you had, I would have tried to prepare something. I was just kind of in the boat of, um, if you've got some t-shirt ideas, dude, hit us up. I'll dis- distribute them. You guys can get the cut. Yeah, Don't worry tomorrow about that. we can reach out to Drew Gilbert and get that third, uh, paid assistant. Sure, yeah, right? no, absolutely. Um, I, in fact, I need the design for it. I'll print them. I, so he prints his own, but if he needs us to print them, I'll print them. I just want it. Yeah. I don't need to sell it. I just want it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I guess we can pay him for it, though. Right. That that probably seems like the easy solution. Yeah. No, My mind's just been this. racing with all the ideas ever since this has been announced. I mean, it just seems like <laughs> such a great way to make money. I'm really putting my uh, degree to work, my marketing minor. You know, I'm there just you taking, go. taking screenshots from Google. Let's putting the degree to work already. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's very smart of you to do because um, I, hey, this might be a might be a thing you need to take to class next semester. Yeah, a little and, capstone absolutely. project for you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> take every few credit hours there. Yeah. Absolutely. And then with – I am uh, – yeah, the, the Wild Wild West, though, it is going to be – like who – can they get shoe deals with Nike? Can they – like what is that like? I just want to know what, what – like what, it ent- what does it entail? Cause I've seen like birthday parties. I'm like, that that would be awesome. Can you you gonna pay like a uh, Elijah Simmons to dress up as a clown? I don't think they want him to dress up as a clown. I think they just like would want them there. But yeah, I know. But that would be like if. if but if they paid him five hundred dollars to dress up like a clown. If you're a clown, Elijah I- Simmons, yeah, himself at any party is scary enough. He, <laughs> he doesn't need to dress up as a clown. That that man terrifies me. Also, like what what would you do to make money? Because like these guys do get paid right now. I mean, it's like 2,500 bucks a month. It's not much. Do you show up to a kid's birthday party for $500? Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste my Saturday unless $500? they had, unless they had like a blow up obstacle course, I'd be there. I mean, you're going to get a free meal. There's probably some little Caesars pizza. That, that's at every kid's birthday party. And, and there's probably some like single that's moms fine. there that, you know, maybe you can shoot your shot with, you know, I, I think the, the possibilities with that are endless too. The the two bar- birthday parties I'd go to are at the roller rink, and if it had a blow up obstacle course, that's the only way I'm coming. Don't right. invite me to your pool party. I'm not showing up. Yeah, it's gonna be like uh, at the YMCA or, or yeah. something weird like that. Yeah, I'm not coming. I'm not gonna come shoot basketball with your kid for an hour for five hundred dollars in the ball pit of a <laughs> McDonald's or something. I, I would go to a ball pit. Like I'm pretty pissed that re- the fast food restaurants don't have ball pits anymore. If you found a ball pit, I'd be there. Oh, so they don't have them anymore. Dude, I guess I've, I've seen I've, I've seen a ball pit one. like 20 years. But like, I mean, I'm sure somewhere down in Florida, still like they haven't got the memo that they're supposed to get rid of it. So. Yeah, they just I feel have like, pits down there. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. those aren't for fun though. Yeah, you also, don't know what's in that. I'm thing. never getting a ball pit in Florida. There's bound to be at least one snake in there. Oh yeah, bound to be, or it, or a meth head. I think the last time I saw a ball pit was at a Burger King in like real rural South Carolina, like on the way home from the beach. That's probably the last time I saw a ball pit. Did you did you go in? I think I was too old. Um, I don't oh, remember okay. getting into it. No, I'm not you too asked. old now. You missed out. Yeah, dude. I was you like, hey, a chance. I haven't, seen a pl- I haven't seen a playground other than like Chick-fil-A in a while. And the Chick-fil-A playground sucks. It's so small. Yeah. There, you know, is there still one on the Burger King on Chapman Highway? Cause that one was awesome when I was little. I think, 
Uh, I think there is still it's still there. I don't know if it's ever used. I Man, it's definitely breeding ground for viruses. Like, if you want COVID, go to the Burger King playground. Right, it's it's there for sure. <laughs> so, who would you pay on Tennessee's campus basketball, football to rep your brand? To tweet about it, be in, be on the billboard. Who's your first guy? Oh man, I mean, like, I feel like it's a lot harder for for brands for football just because you're like you have a helmet on and it's it's harder to get like that personality but you really get to know like baseball and 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 basketball players throughout the entire year so i think it's gonna be a lot easier for them to maybe get i think your quarterback is is obviously gonna have the opportunities but you know a, a linebacker or something like that i think it's it's harder for people to really put a name and a face together at I mean, yeah, I think that's just like the nature of, yeah, of sports. Uh, baseball's an interesting one. You think people will be able to monetize on it because isn't that like kind of the issue with the MLB is no athletes are recognizable? I mean, I feel like I would recognize, and I guess just because I've been so many games, I would recognize every single one of Tennessee's players. Right. I just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see what they get to do. But I think I mean Drew Gilbert's got to be up there. He's got the the swagger for it. Yeah, he's probably somebody I'd pay. How, how can Hyatt, he Hyatt Hotels with Jalen Hyatt? Yeah, nice. it's spelled the same way too, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. Perfect. There you go, Jalen. Yeah, no no issues there. He, I mean, that'll be a, that'll be a guy who probably get a chance to. He's been a big name since he stepped on campus. I'm just gonna send my Venmo out to every athlete <laughs> on Tennessee campus and just let them do what they want with it. Just give me two percent. Yeah, that's all I need. I'll I'll book the birthday parties. Only the good ones, though. Yeah, we're talking inflatables. Do not send me an invite to Victor Ash. Do not. <laughs> the dog park. That dog park sucks. Yeah, it does. It's terrible. It smells like more poop than a normal dog park. Yeah, it smells like a a cow pasture. Exactly. Exactly. I'm out on that one. Uh, anything else for NIL? All these dudes about to – oh, oh, so you mentioned TikTok. I meant to say this. I have almost a million views on a TikTok. Really? Yeah. One TikTok. I posted like seven. Hang on. I got to see seven, this. Seven exactly. It's the, it has nothing to do with me. It's the, game, the band kid yelling game day. Oh, yeah. 935,000 views. Only like 25,000 likes. So not a lot of people liked what they saw. An there influencer, though. I mean, people yeah. don't have to like – some of the best influencers are the most hated people on earth. Uh, that's a great Bryce point. Bryce Hall, I'm looking at you. <laughs> they uh, and, and Tennessee won that game, so maybe I'll just need to post that every Saturday this season. They yeah, people, people keep taking it. Yeah, well, I wasn't the original, so I'm not going to say they stole my content. Okay. I was the first one to do it in 2020, so. Suck it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's my content. Get out of here. I don't even know who took the video. Like, I, but I've seen that for like, also, that's been a thing for a long time. Dude, Mississippi State's absolutely put it on Vanderbilt, and I love it. What's the score now? Favo. Uh, runners on first and second, the top of the fifth, one out. Kamar's already pitched 91 pitches. He's he's done. Yeah, no, he pitched like what, Thursday? Yeah, he's maybe, not. Maybe Friday? Yeah, he's, he's not uh, fully rested. No. Sucks to suck. Sucks to suck. 
Uh, okay, what's next? What do we got here? Um, but dude, I, I just I just think this is gonna be insane. Yeah, no, I can't wait. It's like I think insane. Brock Vandegrift, who hasn't played it down at Georgia, already has a deal in place with a I think a car dealership. I, I, that's another thing too. I'm interested to see like, does this keep guys out of trouble? Because now you're talking about now it's not just like money's talking, on the line. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, money's always been on the line, but it's always been like four years from now or three years from now or whatever. Now it's like money's on the line now. Right. You can't be tweeting stupid shit. You can't be getting arrested if you want. You I mean, right. You don't have to do illegal stuff to try to make extra money now. <laughs> that too. That's a good point. Looking yeah. at you, uh, Tim Banks. Or not Tim Banks. That's the – what's the dude's name? Jimmy. Tim. Wait, who are you talking about? Wait, who are we talking about? Oh, my God. Dude got arrested in Florida. What was his name? Running back, Tim Jordan. Tim Jordan. Uh, okay. Didn't remember his name. I'm sorry. I didn't mean a name drop. I should have left it when I forgot. Tim Banks. I was like, that's our defensive coordinator. Hey, <laughs> you don't. Hey, they might not be paying him good. You, you might not know what's happening. Rumors, Caleb. Rumors. Trying to get him started here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I am curious to see if, like, I mean, there's going to be some guys that obviously some guys are still going to make mistakes. They're 18 to 21 year olds. Like, there's still going to be some stuff that happens. But do they how, make how much decisions? Can, how much can they make? Like, is there going to be a cap on it? I don't think. I mean, that, that's going to be a huge recruiting thing. Is like. Who's got money, which is fine for Tennessee because, I mean, we got plenty of it. It's obvious the way that we're extending our coaches for no reason. And, and to be fair, though, hadn't that always kind of been a point? Like, we can get you more exposure. We're on ESPN because, like, that's a selling point of the SEC Network. We're on ESPN. Your name's going to be known. Your face is going to be known. So that's kind of always been a selling point. But, again, it's always been a selling point for, like, three or four years down the line. Now it's a selling point for right now. Right. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I'm glad yeah. I'm not a part of it. Yeah, from afar. What? Hey, how does it affect high school athletes? Because couldn't they technically do deals now? I mean, I, I guess you can. I mean that that's that's one thing that I'm interested in. Like, do they? How do you police that? Because like, it, it, I mean, obviously they can't get paid until they're actually probably enrolled in the school. But I mean, there's definitely going to be talks with people up until that point, right? But but I mean, that's part, that's going to be part of your recruiting pitch from now on. But how, like, how can an organization like TWSAA have more control over how much money you make than the NCAA? So, like, couldn't a, couldn't a senior in high school technically do the same thing? When we're looking at this from like a spring sport standpoint, like what they they're ruling on the NIL. I mean, I I guess. I don't know. I was just curious. I mean, I, I mean, we'll we'll find out soon. There's going to be some high schoolers that have some money on the line too. They'll be. How they'll pissed be is that? That one guy who was a was he a kicker at org? Oregon or somewhere? UCF, the guy that had the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCF, That's UCF yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he got – they basically told him you got to give it up or you got to give up football. And he's like, all right, see, I'm making money. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> making it. a ton now. He's huge. Yeah. Oh, is he like a – oh, I didn't know he was like a big influencer. I knew yeah, his but vlog he's still was still a YouTuber, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he does a lot of videos with just like he challenges like – big athletes to to do stuff or he'll like go and and just basically play one-on-one with dudes in a park oh is he is he good at basketball like he plays basketball he does football like he does one-on-ones with like foot like football oh okay gotcha yeah but he also like i think he challenged like the number one kicker in the country to like field goals so two two million followers on tiktok I know yeah. he's even bigger on YouTube. Interesting. 
Well, it's, he's I mean, not hurting, he's not hurting for money. No, and you saw some of those guys last year when they knew this was coming. I mean, like Bayless started doing YouTube. I don't know how big he is or how much he does it, but he started it to, you know, I guess getting get ready to like monetize it. So yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting for sure. And, and does that give guys more of a reason to stay? You know, like we're gonna talk about the baseball roster here in a little bit, but guys like you know Evan Russell who potentially has another year, he could come back. If he wanted to, does that maybe in, just sweeten the deal a little bit that he can make a little bit of money while he's on campus? Yeah, it's got, it's got to. It's got yep. to. What, ha- uh, what happens to transfers? Like, uh, guys, if, what if he's locked into a deal, loses his starting spot? Does, does he have to stay then? Is that I mean, that, that's probably well, what that contract's got to be. Well, I mean, the school the schools have no say. So, I mean, it's going to be like, you're yeah, you're are you going to – because I think a lot of the – I don't think as many – local places are going to be able to sponsor people as like maybe people think because like uh, like tennessee is one of the larger college towns in the sec and and, you know looking at like how many people in in starkville mississippi are gonna shell out deals for these athletes so like i like i don't know how many deals will like lock them into a school but i mean some will but i mean i don't know how many truly will now the boosters of the schools that are sponsoring they're gonna do they're gonna protect their school so yeah, I mean they could lose some money. They could get sued. I mean yeah, it, that that's a good point. Yeah, and w- what is the what do those contract? What does the um, talk kind of look like? It is like do you have to win a certain amount of games for you to cash in on this money? Like, could that be like a not shaving points? But <laughs> uh, I you know I I mean I guess you could look at the I mean. Surely it's, it can't be based on performance, right? I mean, I don't think there could necessarily be rules preventing it, but if you look at like professional contracts that, you know, they might get bonuses from organiz- you know, from companies for like winning a Super Bowl, but like they don't, they're not performance based totally. No. Right. Landon must sure. still be based on the uh, Giannis prop bet last night. Oh yeah, dude. I, dude <laughs> Thank you, DraftKings. No, like I get waving it, but they paid it out. That's stupid. I'm sorry. Well, I think it was because it was a boost. If it wouldn't have been a big boost, they wouldn't have done it. But they thought it like it was literally going to be free money. And like he had two rebounds to go with like a quarter and a half. He had five in the first quarter. I mean, it was going to hit. Just give the people their money back. I'm sorry. That's me. Shut up, Caleb. I, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> I just, uh, you want a participation trophy? That's what it sounds like you want. I just wanted 25 extra dollars. So, yes, I wanted that participation $25. Thank you. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Um, I d- can't believe he's not done for the season. The way everybody reacted, I thought surely he was done. See, I think DraftKings should definitely not pay it out now. Oh, dude the the Bucks should like the Hawks should move on from winning that game last night. Straight up, without Trey Young to just destroy the Bucks like they did. I mean, the Bucks should just go home. Well, they might be. So, yeah, Ter- terrible Thursday, performance. Terrible. Night. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> they, that, that your wish may come true here soon. Trash. Uh, let's, let's get into some recruiting news. Tennessee got some crystal balls with some guys announcing soon. Yeah, so you had um, – we'll start with football. Um, Jordan Phillips will make his decision tomorrow at 5 o'clock Eastern time. He's a three-star defensive lineman. 6'2", 300 pounds from Ocoee, Florida. 
Got a big offer list. I mean, the three-star doesn't wow you. Again, you're thinking, oh, we're three-star you. I saw a lot of that today. But when you look at his offer list, I think it's pretty dang good. I mean, Georgia, Michigan, Florida, Maryland, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, Auburn. I mean, those are some of the top teams in the country. Some of those are playoff teams. Um, so I, I like that he went on visits to, to some of those places. So they were actually – Interested in interest. yeah. an offer because um, we, we all know how those are thrown out like candy. But, um, yeah, you got some crystal balls for him. He, he said to announce tomorrow he was on his official visit to Tennessee last weekend before the dead period. And then um, switching over a little bit to basketball. I mentioned that dead period. I think it's all of July. I think it ends in July, and I think it goes for like a week or two in August, and then it shuts down again yeah and you mentioned you know with the the three-star talk i mean the offer list i think is important to look at because these guys are evaluating differently than maybe the the grades are put out and you know i always say this when we talk about guys like uh, if i you know oh i might like their highlight film but that doesn't tell the whole story um i mean they're just like their stars don't tell the whole story i'm not saying he's great i'm not saying he's gonna be the next big guy but like that doesn't also mean he's just just a three-star um, so I think it's, it's just a weird thing to trash a school about and, and I hope inadvertently trash a kid about, um, I hope you're not doing it to trash the kid, but when you say that you, you are, but hopefully right. again, not doing it on purpose, but yeah, I think it's more than just looking at the stars and I, I think it's more than just looking at the offer list, but I mean, the offer list is fairly impressive too. And like you mentioned, these teams are actually interested. So, yeah. And again, like how accurate are these rankings? Because <laughs> la- last year, a lot of people didn't even play their you know, high school season or they played at yeah. a different time. And so, I mean, a, a lot of that is just, it's got to be off. It, it can't be exactly, you know, clear as day. Right. And I'm not saying that to say like Tennessee has some underrated guys. I'm sure they have some guys that they think are, are probably underrated, but, you know, could be the opposite. They could have some guys that, you know, are overrated too. Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. You get it. it. Definitely works both ways. Uh, let's switch to the basketball a little bit with recruiting. You had some uh, crystal balls for uh, four-star small forward Dylan Mitchell. He's the number thirty player in the country per two four seven composite rankings. Six seven, one hundred eighty pounds from uh, Spring Hill, Florida. I mean, he's got an offer from pretty much everybody. But <laughs> yeah. um, so yeah, we uh, we got his official visit. He actually visited with. Um, four-star point guard B.J. Edwards got a crystal ball for him today. And then uh, B.J. Edwards is set to announce his decision tomorrow at 1. The four-star point guard from Knoxville, Tennessee at Knoxville Catholic. And um, pick between Florida, I think Auburn, Wake Forest, Georgia, I think is in that. But Tennessee has eight crystal balls, and they're all for uh, B.J. Edwards. So – um, the 6'3", 170-pound point guard looks like he could be staying home. So, yeah, which, I mean, he was pretty impressive this this past season against some tough competition. Um, so, I mean, and, and we always talk about, too, it's good to go. And it's funny, like, not that home's super important in any sport, but it's always good to get the guys that are in your backyard that are, you know, highly touted. Tennessee football's missed out on a few recently. So, good for – Tennessee, it looks like they're just in that race with everybody. 
Yeah, and a lot of people that are ahead of B.J. Edwards, I, I saw Five Star Preps tweet this out today, and uh, I think it's true that, you know, he's outperformed head-to-head a lot of those guys in front of him. Yeah. Um, on a national stage and, you know, in high school and things like that. So uh, I think B.J. Edwards is, you know, I, I think he's a top 100 player for sure. I know ESPN probably doesn't think so, which I think is just insane when you, when you watch this kid play. But, yeah, it looks like Tennessee is going to have – you know, a point guard that maybe isn't a one and done. I, I'm not saying he can't be, but um, Kenny Chandler is probably going to be that one and done player. So you have a guy coming in right after him that, that's more than capable of um, running this offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five yeah. stars, baby. Bring them to us. Four and five <laughs> stars, I guess. But yeah, you get it. You, you, you can't call the basketball program three star you. Not anymore. anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. No, they've, they've gone out and uh, really attacked some of the big names. So good for Rick Barnes and Kim English and Rod Clark, the guys that are getting it done in the trenches. Um, definitely getting attached to some big names. So I know uh, Edwards is committing. Um, is Mitchell committing this week? Did I see that correct? Did he? Did he announce that? I don't. Probably, know. If I'm, if you don't know it, I, then I probably misread. It may have just been the Edwards tweet, but for some reason, I thought I saw. That he was gonna he was gonna be set to commit, and I was like, "Well, that's good." Tennessee got that visit in now, um, but so that could be a huge mistake. I, I wasn't sure; it was a question. So, yeah, I, I don't think he's announced when he's gonna um, make his decision. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, just... I don't. I, I don't think he's announced it, but he was on his official visit to Tennessee last weekend with BJ Edwards. So I'm sure I... those two talk. And I probably just saw the Edwards tweet mixed with the crystal ball for Mitchell, so I probably got confused. So. Yeah. Hopefully gotcha. that'd be nice. I'd like Wouldn't to get it? two uh, big time recruits in basketball. It'd be cool make during a dead a period. Yeah, make things a little exciting during the summer. I'm down. Yeah, yeah. let's do it. Let's get it done. All right. Anything else for recruiting before we move on? That's all I got. If y'all have any questions, feel free to drop them in the chat. We'd love to. Uh, if you got any recruiting questions or baseball about, I mean, anything, just uh, throw them in here. We'll be happy to get to those um, throughout the show. Yeah, absolutely. We will. I'm enjoying this. Uh, I'm enjoying what Mississippi State's doing to Vanderbilt right now. Still um, a beat down. It's five nothing. Bottom of the fifth. They're Mississippi State's rolling right now. It's it, you know it's going to be interesting to see. It's College World Series, and Vanderbilt's obviously a really really good baseball team. This could be a wild last half of the game. It's uh, I mean, I, I'm really. It's hilarious too. I feel bad for Mississippi State. They, I mean, they've shown that. Um, the graphic that Mississippi State hasn't won a team national championship ever, <laughs> and I'm like that, like just what a like what do you have to show it every team? <laughs> like it's absurd. Right. It's <laughs> like the it. Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Uh, it's class like a schedule. I forgot Mississippi State hadn't won a national championship till you till you mentioned it. Um, so thanks for reminding me. It it, it, it I also laughed at like it's incredible the way. Barstool gets lucky with like I can't remember who mentioned it. it it's helped Barstool's success that like Dave and a lot of those guys are Boston guys, and it's like Boston's been championship city, you know, since like two thousand what ten. Like how many right. have they won? So it's like it's definitely helped their success. Now they have Brandon Walker, the Mississippi State fan, and they're about to win their first College World Series, and you know he's there, and it's just wild because like that stuff helps. I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. fun to laugh at people's misery, but it's also way more fun to like watch them enjoy championships. 
I love that Mincy gives him crap all the time for not caring about baseball until like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, it's great. I don't know if he really hasn't cared or not, but it's it's definitely been fun to watch. <laughs> He's he even said he hasn't. Oh, is he? Or he, well, or he he agreed to it. like he took gotcha. he took it from <laughs> Mincy. That's funny. Um, speaking of baseball, we're gonna look at the baseball roster. Like I said, we had this question dropped in the chat. Um, before I move on to you real quick, Credence would mention that we're supposed to get a commitment uh, to uh, for football tomorrow. Um, believe he mentioned that, Landon. Yeah, it's Jordan Phillips. Yeah, he did. We'll uh, hopefully pick the balls. Um, got some crystal balls for him earlier today, and he was on his official visit last weekend. So yeah, I think if you're you're reading the the tea leaves, I think uh, Jordan Phillips will probably be a ball tomorrow. And at at another defensive lineman, you lose one, you get one back. I mean, obviously not this year, but you'll have next year. <laughs> yeah, you, we want to stop losing people. All right, uh, baseball roster. Like I said, this question was asked last week, so and we talked about it a little bit. Thought we'd dive into it a little bit more, what this roster is going to look like. Um, you do have some some key pieces. I mean, you have a lot of your guys leaving due to graduation. Um, some guys draft the – and a lot of them are key pieces. The one guy you mentioned, Evan Russell, I think he's publicly said it. He, Yeah, he did at, at, at Omaha how it's just like it's going to be hard for him. He has that you know decision to make to stay here um, because of the COVID year that he gets. And it's a hard – he said it's going to be a hard thing for him to, you know, to to leave what where he's at right now, the situation he's in. He can't imagine things being better than they are at Tennessee right now. Um, I, I don't know how many guys are going to truly be faced with that decision uh, as far as that goes. Um, some guys do have to leave because they've already used that free COVID year that, you know, uh, Pete Durke and um, Jackson Greer, that they, they use that for this year. But some guys we'll are faced with And we'll have one, yeah. Um, some guys are faced with that decision, though. Yeah, I kind of organized this a little bit. I put them in groups um, to make it a little bit easier. So I have guys that are for sure coming back. I have guys that could come back and probably won't be drafted. And then I have uh, could be drafted uh, – but eligible to come back. So can, it like depends on where they're getting drafted. Okay, so start start with the the second group. The um, probably won't get probably won't get drafted. Can come back that group. Yeah, yeah. Start with that one. I want to I want to start there. So Evan Russell, you mentioned him already. Connor Pavoloni is a junior, so he has that potential. You know, I know he was kind of a um, you know before the season started, he was kind of on a lot of lists to be. Uh, drafted pretty high, but um, you know didn't have the probably season he wanted. Dealt with some injuries on his hand and stuff like that. And then uh, Luke Lipsius has another year. He um, had a medical red shirt in 2019, so that's why he has he, he's only a red shirt junior, so he has um, another year left. And then uh, Redmond Walsh, who is a red shirt senior, but also has his COVID year, so. You know, th- this will be his sixth year on campus, or could be his sixth year on campus. Right. Um, okay. So as, as far as that, well, is there like who who stays in that group that, that you? Because I, I don't have a, a good like thumb on the the draft as far as where some of these guys go, and I, and I know with the they kind of restructured it because they're not they're staying with five rounds, right? The MLB. No, it's twenty rounds. Okay, so they are going. For some reason, I thought they were going to stay with that the same one they did last year. Um, okay, so they, so they, they are going back. It, so it's not like fifth, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but it is. Those guys will be going in those rounds then. Um, 
that that's why I asked that. So so who do you think stays? Who do you think? Well, I guess in that group, just in that group, like who who do you have a good feel for? I, you know, I, I think you got to feel good about like a guy like Evan Russell who made that statement. Um, Redmond Walsh is a local guy. Um, I think that probably helps that appeal. That appeal. Yeah, um, I mean, I I think every situation is different. I think Connor mm-hmm. Pavoloni could really benefit from coming back because, like I mentioned, he was on some lists to be kind of a high round draft pick and just didn't have the season that he wanted. So I think he um, should come back, um, get healthy and then, you know, have a good year. Luke Lipsius is interested to in me. His, his brother is in the minors, Andre, that, that played at Tennessee mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I don't know if that has an effect that they're from Virginia. So, you know, they're, they're not local or anything like that. Um, so I just I just don't know. I'd love to have him back because I don't think Tennessee has um, a huge um, guy that you're like, oh yeah, that's going to be the the first baseman next season. Yeah, and like he he just kind of always has that calm demeanor to him, and he he came up big at the plate a couple times this year too. Would I mean it would be fantastic to get him back? Super consistent guy. Yeah, they'd love to have him back. Um, Revenant Walsh is you know a guy out of the pen. You know. I, it, it kind of like with him, do you just want to play baseball another year? I don't right. see him, you know, coming back and, you know, potentially being a a, a kid that gets drafted. I just don't see it. But um, I'm not saying he can't. Right. But, uh, you know, I don't know how much he improves by, by coming back. But I, do you just want to play baseball for, you know, he is a local kid. So maybe, you know, he just wants to, to play for Tennessee one more year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Evan Russell kind of the same way. I mean, it's right. – I don't see him, like, being a, a guy that gets drafted. I mean, you look at the se- – he had a really good season last year. I just don't see him really being a high-round draft pick. Um, right. But, yeah, do you just want to play for the Orange again? Yeah, and I, I think that's the situation that a lot of those guys are facing – because, um, like you said, I mean, that category you had him in. Let, let's move to the, the next one and the guys that have a really good chance of getting drafted and probably getting some nice paydays but do have the decision um, whether to come back or not. Yeah, so these are guys that, like, on the verge of being drafted, like those guys that I mentioned before, I doubt I doubt you see them in those first 20 rounds. These guys, you could probably hear their name called later on, so it's just, you know, does that paycheck sound – good enough or do you want to come back and maybe increase your role a little bit that's why i have guys like uh camden sewell which i think that's an interesting one too because he as far as the roster goes i'm sorry i know i didn't let you run through the names but you know he kind of found a couple he found a couple spots for him he he had some times he was a starter um but then also came out of the the bullpen for for tennessee this year and um i mean he was he he was big in a lot of situations for tennessee this year yeah, with losing two of your weekend starters and Chad Dallas and Will Heflin, does he want to come back and and be a, a weekend starter? Is mm-hmm. that the role he wants, or does he want to stay in in the pen um, and be like a Sean Hunley was for Tennessee this season? I, I just don't know what it what it looks like, but yeah, I think he has the potential to to hear his name called. Um, but I think he probably comes back because he wants that increased role. He was a starter. When he was a freshman, um, I feel like that's what he wants. Um, and I think he has a really good chance of being a weekend starter for Tennessee next year. And then the other guy I have is Jackson Leith, mm-hmm. who, um, you know, 
probably any other year last year would have been gone, but since the five rounds um, in the MLB draft, he came back and then got hurt this season. So, you know, he, he was a senior, um, but he obviously has that year where he can use it, um, come back, be a weekend starter for Tennessee, and then in, in increase that draft stock is, you know, then again, do you run the risk of getting hurt again? Yeah, um, that's a good point. So, you know, if he didn't want to go through that again, maybe here's his name called and, you know, just heads out the door. But, yeah, that's an interesting one to me. Um, that's where I, I think you maybe helps you with that name, image, likeness thing where you, you yeah. have yeah. kind of sweetened the deal a little bit to come back to Tennessee. You know, it, you have a chance to make a little bit of money while you're on campus. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I have the graduated, which you kind of mentioned those, Pete Durke, Will Heflin. And uh, Jackson Greer are all um, out of eligibility. So they will not be back. And then the guys who will be drafted pretty high. And, um, you know, these guys have the potential to come back too, but I just doubt you probably see them back in a Tennessee uniform. And that's Max Ferguson. I think he's probably your your first name taken off the board. Um, Chad Dallas and then uh, Jake Rucker. Also, I have a Liam Spence on that list. This is kind of a – Liam Spence is kind of a borderline for me, um, him and Sean Hunley, because I, I feel like they could have been maybe um, in that last group as well. But I put them in there. I, I just – I don't know if those guys have – if they come back, do they have a better year than they did last season? Right. And with Liam Spence's best friends, Max Ferguson, when he's gone, his roommate's gone, does that just kind of like – yeah, I'm probably – out of here too. Um, I think you'll you'll see. You know, he hit three hundred in the SEC. He should hear his name called. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's at, I, I'm not. I'm not too sure on that. But um, you know, I, I think those guys probably all uh, peace out. Yeah, I, I don't expect it, it would be not. It would be awesome to get a, a Sean Hundley. And I, I was going to ask this question here in a minute. Is there anybody else you want to name? Um, I, I just have the for sure guys that are coming back and. Okay, and we can kind of run through that as we go through the roster. But I do want to ask, um, I, I think there's two – well, I mean, there's a lot of questions just because you lose starters. But this is something baseball coaches are really, really familiar with. Like, it's rare. COVID year gave you kind of the pleasure of, like, you knew what you were going to get. Like, pretty much everyone had the same roster from 2020 to 2021. Mm-hmm. But they went into 2020 with, you know, almost brand-new rosters due to, um, you know, the turnover rate to, to drafts. Um, you're, you know, your good players are gone. Uh, you got guys graduating, what it may be. So, so 2021 was kind of an odd year in that sense. But so I'm not like, you know, a lot of people are like, I mean, who are your starters? Like, yeah, it's a question, but I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to call it a concern. It's a, I mean, that's a normal thing for a college baseball team. Um, so my question is, is I think, I mean, yeah, you have the weekend starters. Sean Hunley, though, who's that guy that comes out of the bullpen to close the door like Sean Hunley was this year? Because, I mean, you could, you could lose guys that could fill that role um, in Camden Sewell. Um, so, like, who, who is that? that guy in 2022. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it could be a number of guys. I think it Kirby Connell could, could fill that role. Um, you, you saw, he kind of played it a little bit. You know, times. Yeah. He mm-hmm. was a kind of a reliever, not really a closer, but uh, you know, his, his role could change um, next season. Um, him being a lefty really helps that as well. Redmond Walsh again, you know, he's been in that role before. Um, he had a great year in in 2019, I think it was 2019. Yeah, he, um, and he had some big moments this year too. Um, 
that he was able to c- come in and make the plays. But I mean, obviously losing Sean Hunley is a, I mean, when he came out, I think, I think every Tennessee fan kind of relaxed, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, ben Joyce is a guy who didn't play this season due to injury. Um, a guy from that transferred over from Walter state and uh, you know, he's throwing around a hundred miles an hour. So is that a guy you want to, to come in and throw the last inning, get those three outs and, you know, get the victory, get the save. Um, I, I feel like that, that could be his role. I, again, I think it's a, a number of guys. Mark McLaughlin can maybe fit that role as well. Um, in, in the bullpen, he relieved some guys at times this year. But um, I think any any one of those guys, again, like it's – the transfer portal is still a, a big thing. I know we're talking about NLI and, you know, guys making money on campus. They also have the opportunity to go somewhere else and, and make some money. Um, it's true. So – you know, I think this roster will be a little bit different, but I kind of just wanted to make this a little bit. I did some more research. I know we talked about it last weekend too, um, or last week, last episode. But I, I just kind of want to organize it a little bit and right. maybe answer any questions if, if people were listening to it. Absolutely, and and I've got another question too. This one kind of relates to guys that didn't play this year. You mentioned you lose a lot of guys, um, and I'm not saying a guy that didn't step on the field, but maybe a guy that didn't get didn't see the field a whole lot due to just guys in front of him, or you know whatever the reason may be. Do you have one that you're like, that's who I I can't wait to see. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a presence on this roster, or he's gonna be a big time playmaker, or whatever it may be. Do you see a guy that on this roster that wasn't anything like that last year? Um, that you're like, oh, I can't wait to see him finally get a chance. It's Kyle Booker. Um, hey, hey, that's what I was thinking. True, true freshman. Um, you know, out of Mississippi, I think he's a phenomenal athlete, and his his swing is just so smooth and crisp. Um, I think he's really going to be a really good player for Tennessee. I know that outfield is um, they got some guys in it: Drew Gilbert, yeah. Jordan yeah. Beck. Um, I mean, if Evan Russell doesn't have the season he has, Booker sees the field a whole lot more this year, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so if Evan Russell comes back, I think Kyle Booker will will fill in nicely at that DH spot, or you know, vice versa. Maybe Evan Russell um, gets that. I, I just think Kyle Booker is. You know, I think he was probably your other than the Blade Tidwell. You know, he was your best freshman last year. Um, and I think he's going to be a really good player for Tennessee. And I think they lucked into him not getting drafted as high yep. and, uh, and stepping foot on campus. Where does, where does Tidwell go on this roster now? I think he's your Friday night starter. Unless, unless Jackson Lee just comes in and, and beats you out. Um, you know, I, I think he's your, he's your guy and he's probably going to be here. I think he can age out, so he could potentially only be on campus for one more year. Gotcha. Okay. I yeah. I mean, I would obviously like he was. He's your Sunday guy this this year as a freshman. Um, kind of he's, figured that he's another guy that never steps foot on campus if there's more than five rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so shout out to COVID. <laughs> yeah. If one good thing came from COVID, is Blade Tidwell and Kyle Booker. Absolutely. That's two good things though, Landon. Be careful. And start adding up. You're going to look like a COVID guy here in a minute. Support the wrong team. Package deal. <laughs> Support the wrong team. Um, and I'm sure some people have. Uh, well, I mean, you can touch on the roster too as you go through this. I'm sure some people have some guys uh, or some questions about recruits. Um, I mean, we know Brady House is. I mean, like I said, the dude has a five million dollar check waiting on him. Um, yeah, he's gone. Just got to dot the T's and cross the I's, and it'll it'll be there um, waiting on him this summer. 
any other recruits that you're like, this guy's probably going to be a day one guy. He gets on camp. He's just a dude. Mississippi State just hit a bomb to left field. Let's go. Um, uh, also, yeah. can, can we talk about this? Is there anything more insulting than a home run landing in the opposing team's bullpen? Like that just to me is like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you just went like that to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very disrespectful, even though it's probably not meant to be disrespectful, but it is. It comes no, out think, that way. I think it's like unintentionally disrespectful. It, mm. It's like in San Francisco. If you get to hit your ball into the bay as the opposing team, it, it's like that. It's like, oh, that's your thing? It's my thing right now. Right. Like how many of those San Francisco fans are in that bay just wanting to uh, grab an opposing team's home run ball? Right. Hey, how often – I know it's a Boston thing. I'm sure it's a thing at other parks. How I think Chicago does it too. The, the ball getting thrown back for the opposing home run. That's just a great – I love that. Because, you know, like everyone wants to catch a home run ball, but if it's not my team, F it. That thing's going back into the field. Yeah, I've seen some people do it. I would never do that. <laughs> if I'm catching um, a home run ball, I don't care who it's from. I'm No. I, I mean, unless it's like a big moment. Like if I'm catching someone's, you know, memorable home run, all right, I'll keep it. But if it's just like a random home run – I'm trying. I'm throwing that thing as far as I can. Yeah, I mean, it probably also depends on where it's at in the game, um, and and who hits it. Yeah, like if, I catch it, a walk if it's off. some pinch hitter that no one knows who it is, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Whatever. <laughs> but if it's from like David Ortiz or yeah, 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 uh, Tatis or Machado or you know guys like that, even Clayton Kershaw can hit bombs. If I catch a Clayton Kershaw ball. I'm not dare throwing it back. All right, so we know there's exceptions, but the rule is you toss that son of a bitch back. <laughs> well, the goal is like you got to hit, you got to hit the run, you got to hit the runner run around the bases. Too. Yeah, I think the one that happened, like the most recent one that like really got shown. I mean, it's been a couple years ago, like three years ago. The one in Boston where the dude caught it over the green monster and got it back to second base. Yeah, that's awesome. Because there's probably not a lot of fans who can throw it to second base from. I mean, you're not stepping into the throw. That's a no. Throw. Yeah, yeah. You got some elevation that helps you out there. But yeah, still. he he was definitely helped out from the green monster. Yeah, but still a good throw. I, lo- I love watching Mississippi State beat the shit out of Vanderbilt. Though this is fun. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Um, sorry, recruits though. A- anybody coming in? You're like that. That dude's a dude. Um, the pitcher for Beach. I can't remember his name. That would be. Um, you haven't pulled up? I don't have it pulled up. Wait. Uh, maybe I don't have it. Mm. It's either Drew Beam or uh, – oh. No, Drew, Beam, Drew Beam's on campus. James McCracken? No. Up further. Are you on perfect game? Oh, I see it now. Uh, Chase Burns probably? Chase Burns, yes. Apparently I don't know where Beach is at, which is fine. But I think it's in Hendersonville, isn't it? Gallatin apparently. Oh. Well, the other options were Murfreesboro, and I was like, that's not right either. But mm. that's where the other, those other two guys are from. I think I – think All pitchers, so you threw me off. I, I need to know – I need to know – I'm we're again, we're big geography guys. I want to know where Gallatin is because I'm pretty sure Beach is in Hendersonville because I'm pretty sure that's where Jalen Hurd's from. I don't – it is in Hendersonville. Like, how yeah. close is Gallatin from? Dude, why are you? I mean, I'll pull it up. Why are you asking me? Like, you don't have to make me look stupid. I just want to know, dude. But, like, you're publicly making me look stupid right now. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what Perfect Game said. That, so, it's, it's got to be true. 
Uh, I mean, but uh, you can be from Gallatin and go to Beach, right? Surely. I guess you're asking yeah, how close it is. Can yeah, you be? Is the question. Yeah, that's. Ah, give me a moment. Computer's being slow. We'll make it there eventually. Gal, I mean, I know it's like I, I know all those. But yeah, I, I think Chase Burns is a, a first round talent. Um, I think he he pitched a couple perfect games this season. So yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, and I actually talked to Ross Kivett about him. And, uh, like, I tweeted about him throwing, I think, a perfect game or a no-hitter. And he was like, yeah, we want this kid to suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, obviously, you don't want him to suck when he gets on campus, but you want him to suck so he makes it to campus and not go to the MLB. That's his point. Don't get it twisted. They just hit another freaking bomb. (laughs) Is Rocker still pitching? No, I don't know who they brought in. I didn't slow Mississippi State down. Seventeen year old yesterday, and he got freaking rocked. Yeah, was it twelve to three? Was the final? He he was he gave up some hits, but he walked a lot of people too. That's why I had to come out of the game so quickly. So Gallatin is close to Hendersonville. So okay. He, he, yeah, it's just a little north. I know. I know they're both middle. So they're both Sumner County, I believe. I believe Beach okay. is Sumner County. I know Gallatin is. Okay. Be it. I lose Landon. I know my internet. Oh, are you there? You just ripping your headphones out for us? Lane is just abusing his headphones. Uh, I don't have it yet. I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep chatting it up. Is gotcha. Plug back in. Oh, oh. Dylan, you're muted. I'm sorry. We're back. Everybody back. We good? I'm here. And it's Dylan. We got you. Got me. Ah, we're all here. There we go. Yeah, I was just gonna say Ryan Spikes out of uh, Georgia. It's what's the same high school Cody Brown is from? Uh, okay. Parkview, Parkview, yeah. He, I don't think he has a TikTok, but I, I saw, I've seen some of his videos just pop up just on the main feed before. Dude hits some absolute bombs. He's not a big guy. I think he's like 5'9", 190, maybe something like that. But I, I know a lot of his high school home runs and just on the travel circuit have a lot of views on TikTok because he, he also pimps them a little bit too. So. <laughs> Is he a guy that steps foot on campus though? Yeah, so him and, him and Christian Moore have done a really good job at the MLB Combine, so um, that's to be determined, yeah. You want them to suck. Yeah, right. nice knowing you guys. <laughs> it's been fun. Hey, good for yeah. them. Go get paid, though. Like I said, there's some big money left uh, for some of those guys out there. Right, it's cool. Like, I don't hate Mookie Betts as much because he signed with Tennessee, so. I do hate that every time – He's at a Tennessee game. He's been on TV more than the game's been on. That's been annoying. Yeah, that is kind of weird. It's like it's a we're at a basketball game. This has nothing to do with him at all. Yeah, I mean, I'll listen. I'll listen, to Mookie Betts. He's entertaining, but uh, not during not during a basketball game, which kind of goes into I don't know the terrible product, in, which has nothing to do with the NCAA. But this game was. I mean, I just can't believe. I'm glad Mississippi State's winning it, but. Um, the whole COVID thing, and then they come out, and the ump is just making it about him immediately. Just strike zone was abysmal. The um, the pitch count thing was stupid. He was getting on to batters for for stepping, you know, out of the batter away from the batter's box. Like it was, it was like I'm like we're watching the college World Series. Calm down. This isn't a weekday game that we're trying to get over with so we can get to Cracker Barrel before it closes. Yeah, let's chill out a little bit. Yeah, uh, Cruz Newman and uh, Drew Beam are two uh, big-time recruits that Tennessee already has on campus. So, um, 
you know, I'm sure other people are on Canvas, but those are the ones I've seen on social media. So, gotcha. Sweet. Anything else about the baseball roster? That's all I got. I'm, I know we'll be talking about it more throughout the season. If you guys have questions about it, drop it in there. We'll we'll talk baseball year round. Don't worry. All right. Um, it Viscovi. Viscovi had a really yeah, a really good game the other night against Turkey. I think they lost that game, but uh he had nine points, four rebounds, zero turnovers, and uh twenty-four minutes of action. The turnover thing I'm liking. I hope that carries over to the Tennessee basketball season. Yeah. Which I'm interested to see where he fits into this roster. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because I, I think he's a two guard that's built like a point guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him kind of paired up with Kenny Chandler. I, I think having a guy that can get to the rim as easy as Chandler can really helps him out. No, I, I definitely think it benefits him. I, I am curious to see. I thought he'd be really good in a catch-and-shoot role. Not that he was bad. Not as great as I thought he would. Not didn't thrive quite like I thought he would. Um, but you know, maybe this year, it, maybe it, maybe it happens for him. Like you said, Kennedy's a little bit more aggressive than the other two guys. Um, Can open up the floor a little bit because I, yeah. I think he, I think he plays well in space. Yeah, yeah. But I think when you know he's not as athletic as some of those guys, so when he gets a bigger defender on him, he kind of is taken out of the game a little bit. Right. Um, ESPN might have just jinxed Mississippi State. Instead, it went from Mississippi State has never won um, a team sport national championship to now Mississippi State seeking its first national championship. There you go. Yeah, good. Uh, that's going to cost them. Vanderbilt's about to have a 10-run inning here in a second. <laughs> That'd be terrible. I would hate that. <laughs> I'd hate it for everyone involved. Um, <laughs> this inning is not over yet. No, I don't think it's close to over. But we'll see. They did bring in a – Vanderbilt to bring in um, another pitcher. So I saw enough of the uh, last guy who they brought in this time. Also, set, also saw where Tennessee uh, running back commitment, Dylan Sampson, runs a 4.3240. Jeez. That's pretty fast. I, I mean, mean, is that who, – who timed that? I'm not bashing him. I'm just – I want to make sure we're, we've got accurate stuff here. Is that that hand timed? What are we talking? Um, it, it just it's a uh, I don't know who timed it. It was just a uh, sports reporter. I trust talking him. to him. Yeah, I trust him. Good. Sounds good to me. He is a track guy, so it's enough for me. I mean, I don't know if it's a four point three, but I mean, four point four is fast. <laughs> yeah, you're flying. He's also got a four point four GPA, so he's actually oh wow, he's fast. He's faster than he's his, faster than his GPA. GPA. <laughs> if um, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Um, if if you're accidentally timing someone at a four three, they're probably still pretty freaking quick, right? Like if anyone's like, oh, that was a four three, Caleb might have been a four five, four six. I'd probably follow me. <laughs> yeah. We'll call Less it a is more. Yeah, we'll call it a four six. Get out of here. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, any other questions? That's all I got. That's it. All right. Um, what's trending? I've got a few. First one. This one's. I, I thought Kagan and Screaming might come up. Soccer. It's back, and it might be coming home. Sorry, football might be coming home. England rolling. Did you think I meant pick England when I said that the other day? No. Okay, cool. I was like, I, I picked I, England just because everybody was picking. And the boost was 
the the Anybody. odds were in like you had better odds to pick England, but the, mm-hmm. all the money was going to Germany just based off the thing. And if I learned anything recently, it's to do whatever like the opposite of what everybody else is doing. So that's what I did. There you go. I was like, I I wasn't picking England. Now I told you I wouldn't pick Germany either, so I'll take a little bit of credit. But yeah, so and, and Gump was one in England, so that's kind of gotcha. what made me do it too. Uh, but I said soccer's back because uh, Landon even tweeted about it. Tweeted about the Euro. Landon's tweeting soccer. It's back. Damn, sky's falling. <laughs> so, yeah, so- soccer's back. And, and a lot of people tweeting about it in the middle of the day. Love to see it. Yeah, it, it is something cool to just put on the TV. Like, you don't have to, like, be super tuned in all the time. Um, but it is nice to just put some sporting event on your TV that's mm-hmm. not, um, you know, pool or, you know, something. The – what is it? The uh, – Darts. Wor- World Series of Poker. Yeah. Like, no one wants to watch that. And that's the thing, too. You can't ever watch, like, Mexican announcers but for this method that I'm giving. But, yeah, turn on soccer, lay down. Nice soccer naps and golf naps are the best naps of all time. But you just listen for when the announcers start getting excited, and that's when you flash to the TV and you catch the goals yeah. or, or near goals. And I, 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 dude, the celebrations were electric. Oh, like the fans go, like I was seeing people just getting thrown like rows and stuff. It was yeah. nuts. If you want to see beers fly, watch a game in Europe. Beers are going everywhere. It's awesome. And, and everybody's hugging everybody. Like COVID oh, yeah. never happened. Like it was, it was nuts. Oh, I, I, I want to do like, that's the thing I can't go in the summer. Cause they don't, unless you go to like a Euro like tournament like that, which would be amazing. But I want to go to like Europe or England specifically to just go to different venues and attend like, cause it like, that's not like, yeah, that's special to like international play, but that's just normal soccer games. Dude, I, and I love crazy drunk people that take their shirts off. Like, I think oh, yeah. that is hilarious. Especially and the that's, fat ones. The that's fat ones all and women. Soccer oh, does. Yeah. <laughs> that's all soccer was when uh, England scored that second goal. Everybody had their shirt off. Everyone in England's already drunk. I can't imagine what they were when they beat Germany. I can't oh, yeah. Imagine. Can you imagine how drunk they were after that? Because you're they were drunk, and it's like, what? <laughs> I guess it's it's later over there, isn't it? Yeah, they're six hours ahead, give or take. Yeah, but yeah, it's, but it's it just seems it just seems wild because like it's like what eleven a.m. here and they're all hammered already. <laughs> that is their normal day, eleven a.m. They're hammered, so <laughs> right? That, you don't have to give exception to that. Um, I did see an interesting one. I think it was a Barstool account that tweeted this out and wanted to get your all's take. Uh, which player, if you needed a one yard gain, fourth and one, who you hand the, who you giving the rock to? Does it have to be a current current player? I don't. I think this is just any player. It, it doesn't have to be Tennessee. I'm just curious what y'all would say. I saw a good one that I w- agreed with 100. So just curious what you all had. Mike Allstott. Pull back <laughs> glove. It's a good one. A good, that is a good one. Um, man, I went Tom Brady. Is he the? He has to have the highest fourth and one conversion rate of all time, right? Probably. He's that more was, of a fourth and inches pick. kind of guy. Fourth and one, fourth and inches. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Well, the man gets three yards of carry. <laughs> I mean, you, 
Derrick Henry has to be up there, right? I would think Derrick Henry would be a good person to give the ball to on fourth and one. If we're going current, I, I would probably say he's number one, right? Yeah, he's got to be up there. If you're going current. Um, also think, like, you could also go with, like, Alvin Kamara current. And not just, like, he's not a bruiser, but, like, he's going to get you a yard. Yeah, I mean, that. that yeah, that's a guy that's definitely – He can make somebody miss in the hole. Yeah, which is pretty freaking unique, by the way. Right. right. <laughs> that, that's a, okay. So Alvin Kamara, is that your final answer? Or are you on Derrick Henry? I, I think Bo Jackson is somebody that you probably got to give the ball to, too. I give the Bo Jack. I give Bo Jackson the ball in any down, any distance, any yeah, time. Just go. Bo knows best. Is this real life or techno ball? Because then Bo Jackson, yeah, that's number. Techno <laughs> <laughs> techno ball. There's no doubt he's he's doing this. So apparently Mississippi State's throwing a no-hitter right now. I didn't nice. realize that. I did not realize that's that. That's hilarious. That's nuts. Suck it, Vanderbilt. A whistle on that. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's been shut up all game. <laughs> uh, my last one. Okay. Do you think Vanderbilt fans like find it annoying too? Uh, you I think anybody to, right? with, with ears has to. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, like, I find really, really annoying Tennessee fans, like the ones that are, like, yelling, I mean, nonsense at games, whether it be putting another quarterback in or throw the ball. I, the thing I find most annoying is as soon like, the quarterback steps back in the pocket. Like, he could be going through a play fake, and someone's open for a second. And probably, like, where the route's not even completed. And they're like, throw it to him! Guys, he, he physically can't. Like, that's not possible right now. Like, those kind of people, yeah, I would murder them. I love the people that are running backwards. Like, as soon as the ball snap, like, somebody's in the backfield. And they're – or, no, like, they're running around, like, 20 yards in the backfield. And then somebody yells, block for him. I'm like, are you serious? How? How are you supposed <laughs> to block for somebody like that? They've run around for 25 seconds. They literally have a delay of game penalty because they're running backwards so long. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, like – they have to find them annoying. There's no other solution. Like, they have to. Block. That's my favorite thing. Like, when you go to, like, a peewee game, everybody – Yeah. Everybody is – Yeah. Good eye. Good eye. Good eye. Yeah. It was in the dirt, but, yeah, good eye. <laughs> Did he swing? <laughs> I mean – Good eye. He's not wrong. I just, but. I just remember the, the Georgia – I think it was the Georgia game when uh, Garantano opened up the first first drive with a out route to the sideline. And it was an interception. Everybody in the section I was sitting in saw him eyeing it down, and everybody just let out a collective uh, like a sigh at one time, and then we just all saw him throw it. So that – it was it was pretty predictable with him. I thought, yeah – feel like that that's happened more than just once where everybody in a section is like god watch any anytime he anytime we ran a deep out i was very sad as it was <laughs> happening yeah yeah you just, i was like see it unfold you you know you see the receiver start hitting the brakes at that 10 yard spot and you're like please don't turn out towards the sideline sure enough <laughs> <laughs> sure enough uh last one this one's kind of from last week so sorry for the late one Bucky's, I guess how you say it. It's a convenience store, gas station. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. Are you? I, what is the hype? I don't. It's coming to Sevier County. Tell me about it. It's just like a big store, like it's like <laughs> in Texas and Arkansas and 
places okay. like that. It's like a um, man. I'm trying to think. And I, I mean, are the photos you know, I've seen it? You know, like correct? those big, like nice gas stations. Like it looks like a big gas station. Like a Wawa. Yeah. I've like never, I've never been to it's Wawa. Like that. It's kind of like big coming go now, though. It's kind of like a Piggly Wiggly kind of thing. I don't get the hype with Piggly Wiggly, but I believe you. Like, I mean, I don't like. I don't think there's anything great about it. I think it's just big and convenient. Okay. I mean, a lot of people were tweeting about it, so I was like, I mean, I'll find out what the hype's about. Yeah, people it, love big and people love convenient. And that's it looked like Bucky's is. It looked like Bucky's has at minimum a hundred gas pumps. Is that real? Uh, the one I stopped at had, I don't know if it was a hundred, but it was, I didn't count. They had, they had quite a bit. So like more than a normal gas station. Yeah. yeah. More than a normal, like truck stop, like an interstate gas station or would yeah. you say equivalent? It's, it's kind of like a, you know, a neighbor, like a neighborhood Walmart. Do they have, an like, av- do they have more gas pumps than normal? No, no, but like, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying like, it's, it's Same like style. that. Okay. In size, but yeah, with probably more gas pumps. Gotcha. Credence just said Bucky's is amazing. All caps. So I'll believe you. Hey, when they're open in Sevier County, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's I'll like the Wawa in Florida. Like, it's like, oh, that's a nice gas station. There's a Wawa. Wawa, is that a Canadian? It sounds like a Canadian thing. Is it? They're normally? everywhere. Are they? Okay. There's yeah, some. The, ones, the big ones that have like showers in them for like truck stops, everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. There is, I don't remember the name of it. I don't think it was Wawa. There is like same thing similar to what you're describing, Bucky's, and what I gather Bucky's is in Ohio that had liquor in the store. Um, I think I got a bottle of I, it's probably not even fair to call it, tequila for like two dollars. Do you remember that one when I brought that home? It was yeah. nasty. It was nasty. Oh, it was. I think it froze in the freezer. I, I feel like this Bucky's had a like a restaurant type. In it too, kind of like okay. a sheets. You ever been to a sheets? Yeah, like just that's just a gas station, right? Yeah, but it's like a nice one. They have like a yeah, big, yeah. they normally have like two or three restaurants or in it, or two or three yeah. like fast food joints. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not about. like the it's like a truck stop. That sheets are more like truck stops. Well, sheets travel stations. It's a, it's his own. Like it doesn't have like a it doesn't have like a subway. It, it's like its own restaurant. Oh, that I'm not familiar with. They're talking about, but it's a travel station. I got you. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, uh, the last, my very last one. We don't have to talk about this long because I don't want to. But I didn't even know Bill Cosby was alive. That um, <laughs> he's got out of prison today. So, uh, yeah, if you I had, heard about this too. I don't, I don't know. If you had about it. come up to me today and been like, "Is Bill Cosby alive?" I would have lost that bet. <laughs> so, in the news, thought I'd mention it. Zombie. He doesn't look bad for a guy who's been in prison. I mean, what he's got to be like 75, 80 years old, right? Yeah. Been in prison for a couple years. He doesn't look – holy crap. That's the worst error I've ever seen. How was did about, that – Was about Vanderbilt? Yeah. Vanderbilt like, set a record for errors in a college world series. They have 13 now, I think. 13 or 14 now. <laughs> Guess how many Mississippi State has in the entire college world series? How many? Zero. Damn. That's winning base. That – it's a winning way. That is, what was that, he doing? That is the way. That was ridiculously bad. I don't know what the right fielder was doing. Dude, no. I'm so glad this this happened because I like Vanderbilt has been that third game in every series has just been kind of horrible for them. 
Um, but dude, like by, besides Rock, if they didn't have Rocker and Lauder, they would be in like an average ass SEC team. Yeah. It's almost better that they're losing this way because almost 2 million people are probably watching tonight. 2 million people wouldn't watch them lose to NC State. So it's almost better. Right. And like somebody tweeted about the um, the attendance or the uh, viewership. Yeah. And I'm like, these two teams have no fan base. That's why. <laughs> no, they're, but that viewership is incredible, especially on a night where you had the NBA finals. What else is on? There was soccer. Was was someone? Well, that was during the day. Was someone bashing it when they tweeted that? I don't know if they're bat like. I don't know if they're bashing it, but it, it it was far less than, um, the first game of the Arkansas Oregon State World Series in two thousand nineteen. Gotcha. gotcha. By a lot. Oh really? That's kind of surprising because it was like one point three million, I think, pretty much being played at the same time as the uh, Bucks game. Everything they tweet out about attendance, I just see get ratioed by NC State fans that still aren't happy, which I'm right there with them. Oh, the attendance thing is nuts. I'm like, how you can't tweet. have some yeah. kind of self awareness? You can't tweet that. It was like hours after, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that yeah, yeah, that same day they're bragging about the that, attendance when they just sent somebody home for COVID. They they can't after they sent them home that Saturday. Is that when Mississippi State played? Yeah. So that Saturday, Mississippi, they tweeted Mississippi State. The attendance is like twenty one thousand. They tweeted it out, like to be proud of it. I'm like, come on, guys, self awareness, please. It takes self awareness, right? I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Um, do you have anybody? What's trending? Anything? They uh, they found the lady that caused the massive crash at the crash at the Tour de France. Tour de France. Oh, they, they did find her, and she's apparently she's arrested now. Which that was, that's the only time. I even remember that cycling is a sport. So I, it's kind of like NASCAR for some people. I just live to see crashes and stuff like that. So that one, the, the fact that there was a manhunt was just hilarious to me, but apparently they found and arrested her. Yeah. Didn't she leave? Didn't she get out of France? Yeah. Like, wasn't she able to escape the country? What, so what are her charges? That's what I'm wondering. Like what, what do you charge her with? That I, that I don't know. That was my stupidity, though. That lady hanging over. I don't. But that's the thing. Like, was there even a really a railing? Like, it's a railing, but it's like no. It's just they just get on the side of the street there. Apparently. Oh, is it okay? So there's not even like a gate. Not that I not. I mean, maybe like right at the entrance, the finish line, but not where it happened. No, she was. Her foot was on the pavement. I think. So that's kind of a that's kind of stupidity, not just on her, but like on the Tour de France too. Like, I, like a little awareness, guys. Did yeah, you this, see the video, Landon? This is oh yeah, it was before. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love. That's what I'm saying. I loved it. Didn't it just say like "Hi, mom" or something like that? The, the poster. Oh, like it that? looks like she was posing for a picture, and that dude just like. Yeah, no, she was definitely like for the camera. Like she was like, "I'm on TV, dude." I, I think I, it just said like "Hi, mom." I think I'm all about the conspiracy theory on this one. Like she was trying to ruin it. She had some money on it or something. I don't know. Says she's accused of involuntarily causing the injury and faces a fine of fifteen hundred euros, which I don't know what that is in dollars, but I think euros is like a dollar and a half, maybe. Damn, a little over a dollar and a half. No, that's that's a pound. I don't know what euros are at. I think the I don't pounds. understand. She's accused of. I mean, I know it's the legal system, like how it has to go through its process, but she's says she's accused of involuntarily causing injury when there's like. That was the biggest news story of several days there. Like, I'd say your accusation's pretty strong there. 
<laughs> that's like the whole situation's hilarious. Like, yeah, I, I you, just... you got to go. If there were some angry tweets about the Tour de France, you, you got to go. Um, you know, see if there's some intent. You got to do some digging. Didn't she knock over like the the leader, like the former winner and leader? Like just that like was half the, the pack. Yeah, it was wasn't that like the reaction? Wasn't the dude in front like he, he, wearing the yellow jacket? There was like there was like four people in or like six. There was like a group of six like in front, and she took the one that was far right just out, and he took the rest of everybody else. Is that is that the worst? Is that the most embarrassing thing to, to cause that you're watching this unfold in front of you? You know cameras are on you and you apparently her first reaction is just I have to leave the country. That's genius. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that would not I would have just cried probably. <laughs> I would have been very embarrassed. I hope it was like her favorite cyclist. Do people have favorite cyclists? I don't know. God, I hope not. I, what a <laughs> what a fandom that is. But wouldn't like it, it'd be like, I feel like the, everybody's uh, favorite is just the one person that everybody knows, like Lance Armstrong, big steroid guy. He's my favorite. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mean, was like, a, I was like a Lance Armstrong was, fan for a while. I wore, I wore the bracelet and everything. It was like Tiger Woods because that was like, except for like avid golf fans, that was the only golfer anybody really knew. He was the sport. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I just like I really hope it was like her favorite cyclist. So like maybe she gets like the Steve, uh, Steve Bartman curse, Bartman curse, like that kind of thing. That's kind of what I hope. I don't hope that on anybody, but like, that that would be funny. Like I hope she goes home and she's like, ah, he could have won the Tour de France, but I didn't allow him to. Yeah, her, I'm looking at the picture now. Her foot is on the pavement. Like she's she's on the road. <laughs> she's involved. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm trying to find, by the way, I'm trying to find the ratings. I did see a tweet though, while I was looking for this, the, so the game three, you were talking about Landon, the, um, uh, Michigan Vanderbilt in 19. Is that the one you're talking about? Game three of the college world series in 19 or, or, uh, 18. Sorry. was okay. Ar- well, Arkansas and Oregon State. game game three in 19 was the most watched baseball game on ESPN so far that year. Oh, wow. So that, that was in 19. Um, the one Vanderbilt won, but yeah, I, I, I'm I'm looking for the this year's, but I, I can't find it right now. But I did see the tweet. Uh, stupidity, stupidity. Mom was the Tour de France girl. Okay, like, what are you thinking? But also, I didn't know the Tour de France was that poor on security. So, what are they thinking? Also, um, mine is a uh, pro football focus. They just love being on here. They said, is Alabama on upset watch in week one? Yes. And uh, they have a quote from Anthony Tresh on Miami. He says, if De'Aaron King is fully healthy week one, this team could legitimately put Bama on upset watch and make the ACC interesting. If you beat Alabama, you should be the best team in the ACC. You should. Yeah. And also, no. So you're saying it shouldn't be interesting then? I'm saying that, no, they're not on upset watch. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Miami is terrible. But kind of to counter that, if you're always the number one team, aren't you always on upset watch? That's a good point. point. (laughs) (laughs) Just running circles here. That that is a good point. (laughs) 
I'm gonna find this freaking ratings. I'm sorry, guys. I'm on a mission now. Stupidity. I, I just it's myself from last week. Um, I told you guys Tommy Fleetwood uh, to finish top twenty was free money. What they had that <laughs> Tommy Fleetwood finished tied for fiftieth. So that's on me. Oh, uh, he made I the hope, cut. <laughs> yeah, I hope nobody bet it, but it just seemed like the time of year that Tommy Fleetwood was gonna have one of his runs through a tournament, but he he did not. So. That's all I got for stupidity. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything else. Um, I do want to keep calling the NCAA stupid too, though. So they're just dumb. Pick pick a reason. I don't know. I don't care. Also, Vols Pick says uh, after his junior year, Greg Emerson was a five star and top ten player in the nation. No, he was not. <laughs> I like the delivery of that. I really do. <laughs> I love that. Um, I don't have anything else. Guys, appreciate y'all listening. Um, I need to talk it over with Landon, but it is a holiday weekend, so we may not be back for another week. <laughs> he ignored Ooh, my text. I forgot, I forgot so. about that. Oh, oh, I didn't text you back. Wow, you, for, you forgot America's birthday. Well, we were talking about tonight's show when I asked I you. I forgot that it's, so we it's were, actually Sunday. But yeah, you like forgot about America's birthday. So like that's cool. You don't love America. But uh, so we may not be back until next Wednesday, but we will be back next week, time and date TBD, but probably just Wednesday at eight. I'll tell you that. There you go. Yeah. Let's run it. <laughs> Appreciate y'all listening. It's been fun. We're bringing the boat in and we out.